Hey y'all, welcome to Boogie Nights with your host Alexis Chainsaw Massacre. It has been a minute, you guys. I miss you so much. You might not have missed me, but I've really missed out on doing this. So I do apologize. It's just been it's it's been very crazy. Lots of things going on. Um so far this month went to a Christmas bar crawl in downtown Cleveland, which initially started off pretty cool. But then we were in too big of a group, and so that was kind of annoying. And then we all went to stop for food at fucking Bar Louie, which is bougie, and their food's not that good. And unfortunately, very much sobered up there. So that led to my demise. So I just came home and got drunk instead. And then last weekend, we had a nightmare. I called it the nightmare before Christmas party. I had to cancel the Halloween party. Um, so combined the two, did White Elephant, left some of the Halloween decorations up, had costumes. I got, we had a gag round and I got this fucking sleeve thing that makes baked potatoes good in the microwave. And that has been a giant success. That's about what we're about to have for dinner again today. Fucking put some sour cream up on that bitch. Butter, pepper, mm, onions. So I'm very appreciative to whoever purchased that gift. But, even more so, now, this gift I've had saved on Facebook for a couple months. It starts off as a pillow with red sequins on it, and then you move the sequins and it turns into Nicolas Cage's face. How fucking dope is that? And I, as soon as I saw somebody open it, of course I knew I had to steal it. That was meant to be mine. So now I have two Nicolas Cage pillows. Is that really necessary? I guess probably not, but I couldn't be happier about it. And Nicolas Cage is the top of our tree because he's the only star that matters. So, that's what's been going on this month. Went to see the Nutcracker too. my cousin did in Pennsylvania. Uh, so that's, it's, it's been kind of crazy. This weekend, have, have, I've gotten a chance to actually just chill at home. Uh, I, you know, I love hanging out and shit. I love doing this, that, and the other thing, but I'm kind of a homebody and love to just chill at home, too. Well, I got all these, all these critters up in here that I love to cuddle with. Actually, right now, as we speak, I'm cuddling with my, with my main cat, Uncle Ruckus. Uncle Ruckus is a girl, by the way, but she, if I could get any one of my babes to be, uh, I was gonna say, registered as a sex offender. No, that's a, <laughs> She doesn't need to be registered as a sex offender. She did not publicly urinate in front of a playground. No, as a therapy animal. She she sleeps with me every night. She's adapted to meet my tossing and turning and rolling around to the point where if I, I do roll, she sinks her claws into the mattress and keeps from flipping around everywhere. So that's very endearing. Uh, one night... I woke up and said, my butt feels really strange. What the hell's going on? I look, she has her chin just resting between my two butt cheeks and just, oh, oh, just deeper. And I said, you know what? Okay, whatever. So, it's it's been nice to be home. Yesterday, I didn't do a whole lot of anything. Um, took a nap and woke up feeling really weird. A uh, mixture of being stir-crazy, but then also super lazy, didn't feel like doing anything. So that was, it was a very contradicting feeling and felt weird. So how do I snap out of that? Drinking. So, wound up just jamming out to System of a Down and Pantera and shit. So, all in all, it was a pretty good night after I snapped out of whatever funk I was in. Today, I had to do laundry and you all made me 
If you listen to me on Poppy and you've heard me talk about the good old laundromat of Cracker in Ohio, it's a fucking shit show as always. Today was the most packed I've ever seen it. And it was one of those damned if you do, damned if you don't situations. I was definitely damned if I stayed there. There wasn't a place to stay. There's people in all generations of their family there. Fucking kids doing cartwheels, eating candy bars, and people leaving their shit everywhere. So I knew I didn't want to stay there, and I had Christmas shopping to finish. So I, I did, which um, was pretty fucking crowded. I can't believe... It just, it just makes me so grateful that I have Amazon Prime. But actually, the only store that was really all that bad was Target. The uh, self-checkout things weren't working. So the, the line was wrapped around, which was a shame because I had a cute little gizmo plush that I was going to buy. But I'm like, fuck no, I don't need it that bad. I'll come back. So thank you to all our re- uh, retail workers for putting up with all this shit. I couldn't do what you do. I know there's a lot of fucking ass wipes that come into the store. So I hope that if you had have had rude customers, you get a chance to fucking crop dust them or even fart on one of their piece of clothing so they can get pink eyes just give it just really give it to them so definitely appreciate you guys for that so the last couple months have been kind of a bust for me as far as horror goes whenever i get off of work i my brain is fried there's about two shows that i can handle to that my brain can actually process guys grocery games welcome to flavor town i love guy guy fietti by the way is his last name i've been corrected on this multiple times by one of my friends and he's right but he he's the number one guido love him also speaking of guidos jersey shore family vacation has been a blast y'all judge me if you'd like i don't care but jersey shore provides just (laughs) Just it's the shit show that keeps on shitting. So definitely, definitely love it. Actually, my mom has always taught me don't buy yourself shit during Christmas. But I knew nobody was gonna get me the complete series of Jersey Shore, so I bought it on Amazon. Tomorrow will be the first day I'm actually happy on a Monday because that'll be arriving along with my dog food, which I my dogs are more excited about that than I am. But they get the food, I get the Jersey Shore. Other show, my favorite show, King of the Hill. I fucking... Dale Gribble, Peggy Hill. They're a bunch of fucking retards. I love it. Hank is just a gentleman cowboy. Um, America's best dad. So, I haven't really seen a lot of horror in the meantime. Last month, I had tried so hard to see the Suspiria remake. Even though I was super doubtful about it. It was getting good reviews. I, and I always like to give everything a chance, but none of the theaters around here were playing it, and I tried torrenting, all the torrents I had didn't work, I'm way out of the torrent game, all the ones that I used to use got fucking shut down, so if anybody knows of anything, help a sister out, let me know. I feel like my friends have told me, but when they have, I've been really drunk, and I can't retain anything when my brain is swimming in Bud Light, no, I'm just kidding. I hate Bud Light, but, so, in the last couple months, I've watched, um, one movie was awesome, it was called Slice, it was on Amazon Prime, and just reading the descri- the description got me, and it didn't sound like it was gonna take itself too seriously, and said it was Chance the Rapper's actoral debut, so, gave it a chance, it definitely is a horror comedy, the premise of the movie 
It's a town where ghosts and humans live in the same town. Humans kind of looked down on the ghosts because they thought that they were responsible for a series of murders 50 years prior to that. So they kind of have a very tense truce going on. Nobody fucks with the other one, but you can tell, like, they're just waiting for an excuse to fuck up these ghosts. So... What happens is these pizza delivery drivers start getting murdered at all these houses that they go to, picked off one by one, which, you know what, the pizza person, the pizza delivery people are the last people I would murder. Most of the time, I want to give them a big hug and kiss when they come with my pizza, but, um, murder, no. But that's what's happening in this movie. So then they start to point fingers and say, oh, it's the ghost. No, it's, it's the, it's the werewolves. And then Chance the Rapper shows up. He's a werewolf. He looks. <laughs> he, he almost look, to me. He almost looks like Mario and Luigi. He cracks me up. Which I would love to play. I've had Super Smash Brothers, the new one, since last week. Haven't played it because I fell on my thumb last week and f- fell up the stairs. You know, in the most unathletic, drunk way you possibly can. And my thumb has been fucked ever since. So video games just haven't seemed like a great idea to me but so if if you guys are playing super smash play around for me i'm it's i'm it's killing me because i can't play but anyway chase the rapper <laughs> kind of looks like mario luigi he's i don't know but he was he was a good he was a fun werewolf i really liked it so i would definitely give that a chance it's not too long i think it's like an hour and 20 or so, something along those lines so i would definitely check that out if you have the chance and it's free if you have amazon prime so there's that this one I know I'm late on, but I don't care. I want to talk about it anyway. American Horror Story Apocalypse. Oh my god. I was skeptical when I first started watching it. People had to tell me to push through. Because um, the first three-ish episodes or so just didn't have me by the balls at all. I didn't really care about the plot or the characters. It was just pretty... just seemed like it was going through the motions. All I really cared about was Kathy Bates, but only mildly... Which, for those of you that know me, I fucking love Kathy Bates. She's a bad bitch. I would love just to, if she would just invite me into her home and make me a pot roast or, I don't know, send me Evites or some shit. I, I, I think that'd just be so pleasant. And I have a fireside chat. I th- I th- it would be just beautiful. I would love that. It's never going to happen. But I can dream, can I? And she seems like one of those celebrities, too, that's pretty genuine and isn't a bitch. I, I mean, I could be wrong, but she seems she seems pretty awesome. But her character was a cyborg, a devil-worshipping cyborg, to be exact. I was like, fuck yeah, I'm all about this. So, I was just as I was beginning to think, oh, I'm probably going to abandon this show, I'm pretty bored, the witches show up. And that's what I kept wondering the whole time. Like, I know this is a fucking murder house coven crossover what's going on here none of these things so after watching this whole season yes it is a crossover and it makes me wonder did the creators of american horror story at the end of murder house know that how the rest of the show was going to pan out did they have an idea for each season did they know how they were going to tie it in 
I think it'd be even cooler if they didn't know and they were just that creative. I don't want to spoil how Murder House is tied in. I mean, they go to the Murder House, the witches do to investigate, but I'm not going to tell you why or what comes out of that because it's, it's really fucking cool how they tie it together. Stevie Nicks comes back, which definitely cried when she sang Gypsy. It, yeah, I, I know, I'm a fucking pussy. I've, I've come to terms with it a long time ago. It's not that big of a deal. I, it's just, I am who I am. I can't change. So that was nice to have her back. Uh, Jessica Lane came back, which the the show just has, I mean, it's, it's continued on and been fairly decent. Oh my gosh, I've scratched a giant hole in my leggings. Damn, fucking glory hole. God damn it, these cats are about to fight. So if you hear some, that's what's, that's what's going on. Unfortunately, I need a new mic for Christmas. This one is not the greatest, but you make do with what you have. Um, but Jessica Lane came back, Angela Bassett, both of them are fucking awesome. I, so it it just gave me all the feels. Oh, all in all, the ending was alright, but it it wasn't as bad as the beginning. So the one my only complaint and I, in one hand, I have appreci- I, I appreciate that they use all the same actors, but they, so they use Sarah Paulson to play two different characters, same with Evan Peters, but I feel like both of their first characters would have been way better played by somebody else, and I don't know, it just, it's like, okay, we get it, they're the main characters and everything, but I really think, and I have respect that they have those loyalties to these actors and actresses, but I just, I almost, because they had Evan Peters play a gay, uh, gay hairdresser at the beginning. It just seemed kind of forced. I don't know. Okay, I get it. You like them. So, just, just maybe breaking up some of that, but other than that, I thought it was an awesome season. The, actually, one of the main characters, go away. Oh my god, these fucking cats. Um... One of the main characters is really annoying. He's a new one uh, that comes in this apocalypse scenario. Uh, he's horrible. He's super angsty and whiny. And one of the episodes I didn't like because it was just all about him. And just giant eye rolls all over the place. And not a fan. Other than that, pretty fucking solid. So there we go with that. Um, in terms of things coming out this month, you know, not a ton. It is December. Usually a lot more Christmas movies coming out, which, hey, that's that's understandable. The house that Jack built is coming out or came out. I Actually, shit, today is the 16th, so it came out a couple days ago. It looks very intriguing. I would definitely watch the trailer. It looks to me almost like Quentin Tarantino meets American Psycho meets Dexter. It looks like there's definitely some dark comedy thrown in there. I like the looks of it. I'm, I, I hope I'm not disappointed. It just it looks very intriguing. The trailer I watched was like two minutes and thirty seconds long, so it was a pretty lengthy trailer. But I would definitely want to watch that. So I'll, I'm, my goal is to get back to you guys. It. I don't want to give a whole lot away. The trailer, there's lots of murder. There's uh, Uma Thurman, which maybe that's why I'm saying the whole Quentin Tarantino thing. That might be the only aspect of it that's Tarantino. I don't know. But it, it looks like it's going to be a pretty solid movie. I hope I'm not disappointed. There's non-horror related, but that new uh, 
Clint Eastwood movie looks pretty sweet too. I wouldn't mind checking that out. I don't have Movie Pass anymore because it's turned into a really shitty situation. And it was good while it lasted. I understand that they weren't making any money off of it, but I, I miss it. So I'm not seeing the, quite a, the amount of movies that I used to. And then there's a Sandra Bullock uh, horror movie coming to Netflix, which I can't imagine is going to be all that good, but I'll, I'll give it a chance. It, it's more what's going to be happening next year that I'm just like peeing my pants over, which I'll, I'll go into that another episode because there's a lot to be excited about in 2019 you guys so that's about all that's coming out in terms of Christmas horror movies to watch there's more than you would think and these are only just the main ones I'm hitting there's fuck I mean there there's a lot of B type movies that come out and like the, the movie Krampus with uh, Adam Scott there's a, there's a Another knockoff of it's like Christmas Krampus or something like that. My sister told me to get from the Red Box. She said it's so bad, dude. You love it? I never did, but maybe I maybe I should get onto that. So that's a good one, Krampus. And all of these I'm just gonna summarize because I actually did when this podcast first first started and I was just doing it on Podbean. I did, and I think Rachel, yeah, Rachel and I did Gremlins and Silent Night, Deadly Night too. So there's full standing episodes of all of these so I don't want to be too redundant for people to already listen to those but so I'm just gonna briefly sum them up real quick Krampus is a satire horror um uh, they, what do they call them oh it's actually Krampus but I'm not German I'm Polish so uh actually it's a fucking tomato tomato whatever they all eat sauerkraut but it's uh, Adam Scott, the dude that plays Champ Kind and Anchorman, Tony Collette from Hereditary. Um, they're having this big family dinner. They all hate each other and shit. And all of a sudden, the Krampus gets unleashed. And Krampus is so fucking cool. <laughs> fucking behave, kids, or else you're going to get dragged to hell. I love that. That's You, you want to talk about some scared straight shit. So, and I'm actually, I'm disappointed in myself. I missed two different opportunities this year to go get my picture taken with Krampus. So I get fucking get kneeled across uh, Krampus's lap, get beat with chains. So, sounds good. But that's, that, that's a pretty good movie. It's visually entertaining. It's not outright funny at all times, but it's definitely a satire it's it's enjoyable um other one the actually the only one i've watched so far this year i'm so behind with christmas and shit because we've been so busy black christmas you you know what come at me come argue with me i don't fucking care but black christmas is the best slasher movie in existence hands down no questions asked Black Christmas is made by the same dude, and I forget his name at the moment, but he's the same dude that made Christmas Story. And when, once you find out that fact, your mind is just blown. It's fucking awesome. So, it it starts off in the sorority house. A lot of cool different camera techniques, angles. Basically, they're getting all these phone calls and shit similar to Scream. And the dude, or whoever it is, comes in the house and kills one of the sorority sisters. The sorority sister's dad comes the next day because they're supposed to meet up. Nobody can find her. So, it's it's got classic uh, slasher elements to it. But one of my favorite characters, 
in a horror movie using Black Christmas. It's the sor- the sorority house mom. She's fucking hides bottles of booze so conveniently and so well throughout the house. One's in a hollowed out book, which I know everybody thinks like, oh yeah, that's been done since the beginning of time, but the this book by no means looks first glance looks like it's hollowed out like a lot of them do. One, she has a fucking bottle of booze strapped inside the toilet tank, which maybe not maybe not the most sanitary, but ingenious, yes. So I really have a lot to learn from this woman. And so she's she's my favorite. Good music, good especially chase music and cinematography. It's just it's great. They use the word cunt maybe before the exorcist, maybe after, I don't know. But Black Christmas is a must watch. I definitely recommend it. It's a little tougher to find. I know when I bought it, I accidentally bought the remake first, which I still haven't seen. I've heard mixed things about it. So just make sure that it's the one from the 70s or 80s. or I think it's 70s um, before you buy it. Don't make the same mistake that I did. So that one's awesome. Gremlins. Oh my god. And let me tell you, Gremlins 2 is just as good as Gremlins 1. I watched it for the first time last year. I'm like, how the fuck has it taken me so long? But not everybody thinks that Gremlins is a Christmas movie, but Gizmo is a Christmas gift. And if you, I think the majority of people have seen Gremlins, but if you haven't, you definitely should. It's such a good movie. The Gizmo's so cute. He's a mogwai. And he... He's an adorable creature and just like a good companion, but then if you get a mogwai wet or feed it after midnight, it turns into gremlin and then they just keep populating and then they overrun a town. So, not probably the greatest pet to have, but it's it's such a good movie. I love gremlins. It it is and I actually I'm wearing my gizmo shirt right now I found a gizmo plush our one dog that we just adopted a couple months ago Lisa I call her my gremlin all the time because she has the gremlin ears spot on so definitely watch gremlins one and two I need to get a hold of two there's another one that I have I won't say it's a good movie it's a super corny B movie but it's still it's fun it's called Santa Claus Conquers the Martians it was made in to say like 1960 something but it and it is just the the effects are so cheesy it's like the equivalent of uh adam west batman kind of cheese it's but i remember it being entertaining i haven't watched it in a few years but i definitely uh i, I i'm due for a rewatch on it i i got it at a garage sale or some shit and i didn't it didn't prove to be a bad purchase it was probably only like 50 cents but completely worth it so, that, I feel like, used to be on Netflix at some point, too. Maybe not anymore. So, there's that one. You have uh, Silent Night, Deadly Night, which, there's tons of sequels to that. I can't say I've ever seen any of them in entirety. I remember one is just a series of flashbacks to the first one, but it's really bad. I just remember somebody saying, Garbage Day! And then something dumb happens, which, me saying this to you now, you're like, Yeah, ho-ho, that's really funny, that's out of context. But I, something about it, I just, it was really dumb. But and I think Saw, the, one of the Saws did that too, Saw 4, where it was just a f- fucking flashback of the first movie. You're like, why did you fucking waste, 
That's, I think that's when I finally had it with the saws. I said, you know, fuck this shit. I'm wasting all this time watching movies about flashback. Fuck. Anyway, Silent Night, Deadly Night, the first one, though, is a pretty good movie. It's it's dated. Definitely got that uh, 80s hair, cheese, with the effects, a little bit of the music. But it's still definitely, definitely worth a watch. Basically, what happens is this kid... He's riding in the car with his parents, and this Santa Claus pretends to be in need, like, needs help changing his flat tire or whatever, and fucking murders his parents. So, kid's in an orphanage and is scarred for life, which, you know, I would be too. And honestly, if I saw that movie as a kid, I would have been fucked by that. So, he grows up in this uh, Catholic orphanage where there's some bitchy nuns and... He, they eventually get him a part-time job at a toy store or some shit, and they want him to be Santa Claus. Big mistake. And I'm just gonna leave it at that, because I think you could probably guess where it goes from there. Pretty brutal. But it's, it's, and actually, now I'm thinking about this, last year when Rachel and I did the episode on Silent Night, Deadly Night, my DVD has all kinds of critic reviews from when it came out, people were just appalled on so many levels that they would release a movie about Santa being evil, which it's crazy how times have changed. People are so desensitized now, nobody would care. But people were like, how dare you release this when there's children around? And who made this filth? And it it just got fucking slammed by critics and media and shit. So I'm going to have to read through those again. That's going to be a fun pastime, just reading what the critics said about Silent Night, Deadly Night back when it came out. So, those are the main ones I watch every year. I'm sure that there's more. I know that there's a lot more, but those are those are the big ones. Obviously, there's a lot of non-Christmas movies, like Nightmare Before Christmas. Non-Christmas movies, listen to me. I'm losing my fucking mind. This is the second time I've recorded this podcast because fucking Siri decided to just come on out of nowhere. So, it seems like my marbles are a little loose, that's why. I, fuck. And then I came home, saw a piece of mail for me that said it was from the city of East Cleveland. I'm like, fuck, it's a fucking speeding ticket. Which they supposedly said that they were going to do away with that shit a couple years ago. Nope, guess what? That's the second one I've gotten like two months. I'm like, how the fuck could I have been speeding in East Cleveland? There's potholes everywhere. Well, apparently I was going 29 and a 20, so that's how. So, all this money, going to fucking speeding tickets. So, learn from my mistakes. Don't, as Arlo called me earlier, don't be a gas ass. Uh, so that's, I'm going to probably leave it there today. Um, like I was saying, not a ton coming out horror-wise. But hey, if you guys are listening, I appreciate it. Thank you so much. I am really trying with now that we're up on all these platforms to make this more quality. When I was on Poppin, I was not taking it seriously and fucking driving around. You could hear my turn signals and it, it was not the greatest situation. So I'm trying to really put some quality into this because you guys deserve it for sure. So I'm sorry for screwing around so much earlier. Trying to figure out this new app too. It's um taking me some getting used to. That's why I had to do this again because I fucked up the editing on the first one. (laughs) 
it, it was a disaster. So I'm working. Um, at this point, I still I have the Facebook page up, Boogie Nights with the Lexus Chainsaw Massacre. Feel free to shoot me anything on there. If you have something you want me to cover specifically, if you have any feedback, if you just want to say, hey, there's a reason that you're doing a podcast and not on YouTube because you have you should really be putting a bag over your head all the time, then I'll probably comment back. Yeah, j- pretty much. Thanks, dude. Uh, I had a Twitter for it at one point, but Twitter really got on my nerves, so I shut it down. If that demand or request comes back up, I would try it again, but as of now, Facebook's the really the only way to get at me about this podcast. I gotta make up an email and shit like that. There's work to be done, but I will definitely be talking to you guys at least one more time this month. Hopefully about the house that Jack built. If not, I will definitely do a podcast about the year in review and what we have to look forward to next year, which I'm here to tell you guys we have a lot to look forward to for next year. So I hope everybody has had a good weekend. Don't stress out too much at work. It's not worth it. I know that's a lot easier said than done, but remember, it's just a job. It's not your whole life, even though it does take up a lot of chunk of life. Try not to get too stressed during the holidays. I know holidays are not a happy time for everyone because there's a lot of loss and grieving and stuff associated with the holidays. So just just, just make sure you're talking to people, get through it, get some Chinese food. Just, it, it, it'll be over soon. So good luck to all you guys. I will see you... I guess I can't see any of you, but I'll be talking at you again here shortly. So have a good night, good weekend. Stay well, stay woke. Peace.